Blog Talk Radio. a diver at Acapulco. Referees a children's game at the pyramids of Teotihuacan. The sun warms a beautiful mermaid in Puerto Rico and covers the vacation paradise of Miami. Every year, more people choose this one for the sun because Eastern service is as warm as the destination. Barbara Streisand, the highest-selling female recording artist of all time, has 
has also won awards and acclaim for her work in film, television, and theater. We're happy to present this beautiful music from this artist, but first, here are some facts about the first female vocalist of radio show that has presented in our series of great recording artists during the Eastern years. Barbara Streisand was born on April 24, 1942, in Brooklyn, New York. She didn't attend college. Instead, she moved to Manhattan and worked as a cabaret singer. Her Broadway debut led to a recording contract and a long series of gold records. Over her career, she has mastered nearly every entertainment medium available and won numerous awards. Born Barbara Joan Streisand on April 24, 1942, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, to Diana Rosen and Emmanuel Streisand. Streisand's father was a high school English teacher who died from complications of an epileptic seizure when Barbara was only 15 months old. <clears throat> Excuse me. Her mother, Diana, raised Barbara and told her brother, Sheldon, uh, by working as a secretary in New York City public school system, but the family barely survived the brink of poverty. They moved in with Barbara's grandparents to help make ends meet. Her mother then married in 1949 to a used car salesman, Louis Kine, while Streisand was away at camp. Her, her half-sister, Rosalind, was born in 1951. Streisand has described her childhood as painful. She was a shy child as a child and often felt rejected by other children because her looks were unusual. Additionally, she saw her stepfather as emotionally abusive. She also found no support from her mother, who thought her too, un too unattractive to pursue her dreams of show business. As a child, Streisand attended Bias Yoga School, where she sang in the school choir. Following elementary school, Streisand was a student at Erasmus High School, where she met future collaborator Neil Diamond. Even before Barbara graduated from high school, she was traveling to New York City to study acting. At the age of 15, she met Anita and Alan Miller at the, at the Cherry Lane Theater in Greenwich Village. Streisand negotiated a deal with the couple. She would babysit for their children in exchange for a scholarship to Alan's acting school. It was one of the two she simultaneously changed, attended. She graduated from Erasmus High School in 1959 at the age of 16. She was fourth in her class. Now, Mr. Producer, let's hear one of Streisand's early recordings. People who need people 
on stage fright. I'll get that right eventually. She attributes the phobia to the concert in New York Central Park in 1967, during which she forgot the lyrics to one of the songs. And that does happen to a lot of people. Streisand made her major debut in Broadway show, I Can't, uh, I Can Get It For You Wholesale, in 1962. She won the New York Drama Critics Award and received a Tony nomination for her performance. The cast album for that show was her first studio recording. Streisand signed with Columbia Records that same year and released her first album, the Barbara Streisand album, in 1963. It became a top ten gold record and received two Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year. At the time, she was the youngest artist to receive the honor. Despite three successful albums by early 1964, Spryson shows Broadway performances over live concerts. She appeared in shows Funny Girl for more than two years, which earned her a Tony Award nomination. The song People from that show became Streisand's first top single. Now let's listen. Funny. Did you hear that? The guy said, honey, you're a funny girl, that's me, I just keep them in stitches, doubled in half, and the
1965, Streisand turned to television with My Name is Barbara. The show received five Emmy Awards, and CBS Television awarded Streisand a 10-year contract to produce a star in a movie and TV specials. Streisand was given complete artistic control of the next four network productions. Streisand reprised her role in Funny Girl in 1966 in London at the Prince of Wales Theatre. Two years later, she made her big screen debut in the version of the play. In addition to winning the 1968 Academy Award for her performance, she won a Golden Globe and was named Star of the Year by the National Association of Theatre Owners. After appearing, after appearing in films, Hello Dolly, 1969, and On a Clear Day You Can See Forever, 1970, Streisand starred in the non-musical comedy The Owl and the Pussycat, 1970. The year 1972 brought another comedy, What's Up, Doc? The same year, Streisand found her own production company, Barwood Films, and starred in the company's first project, Up the Sandbox. The film became one of the first American movies to deal with the growing women's movement. In the 1970s, Barbara Streisand successfully married, married her film and musical interests together, first with the hit film, The Way We Were, which featured her number one single and earned her the 1973 Academy Award nomination for Best Actress. In 1976 came A Star is Born, a film that Streisand produced. The project won six Golden Globes and offered Streisand her second number one single, Evergreen. Let's hear some more music. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
Can you bring our audience some flowers, Mr. Producer? <laughs> I love this song. Oh, God, I love this. You don't sing me love songs. You hardly talk to me anymore. When I come through the door at the end of the day. I remember when. You couldn't wait to love me. Feeling all right. Well, you just roll over and turn off the light. And you don't bring me flowers anymore. It used to be so natural. Talk about forever What used to be's don't count anymore They just lay on the floor Till we sweep them away Baby, I remember All the things you taught me I learned how to laugh And I learned how to cry Golden voices, yeah. Yeah, they sure are. <clears throat> After a 27-year absence, Barbara Streisand returned to the concert stage in 1994. Her performance resulted in the top 10 million selling album, The Concert. The tour itself generated over $10 million for charities, including AIDS organizations, Women and Children of Jeopardy!, Jewish-Arab relations, and agencies working to improve relations between African-American and Jews. 
Streisand's philanthropy and activism also extends to her Barwood film production, such as The Long Island Incident, which inspired a national debate on gun control. Streisand is an outspoken Democrat and has used her talents and fame to support multiple candidates and causes, including Al Gore, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama. Prior to her 27-year stage absence, Streisand devoted her unpaid live concert performances exclusively to benefit of the causes and, the causes and supports. Her Barbara Streisand One Voice concert has to date channeled $7 million in profits to charities through the, the Streisand Foundation which continues to occupy much of the artist's energy and resources. Most recently, Barbara Streisand recorded the 2000 album Timeless in a concert in Las Vegas show which, uh, on New Year's Eve and released on both CD and DVD. A year later, a new holiday album, Christmas Memories, arrived. It was the artist's first full-length studio album since since the 1999's A Love Like Ours. In a sequel to 1985's Broadway album, the movie album appeared in 2003. In 2005, a deluxe CD, DVD reissue of the original Guilty was followed a month later by Guilty Pleasures, a new album that reunited Streisand with Barry Gibb. In 2006, she returned to the concert stage, documented in the 2007 live concert. In a long, and in a long-awaited return to film, Streisand appeared, appeared in the 2006 Meet the Falkers. That was also with Robert De Niro in that one. And now let's listen to another beautiful song. Try so many of 
Yeah. Hard to beat. Just every one of them. Streisand yeah. released the albums <clears throat> Love is the Answer, which reached gold medal status in the United States, and What Matters Most in 2009 and 2011, respectively. In the fall of 2012, Streisand announced the arrival of a new album, Release Me, a collection of unreleased material from several sessions over the course of her career. She followed in 2014 with Partners, an album of duets with a series of acclaimed male artists, including Stevie Wonder, Billy Joel, and John Legend. That is some heavy company. Streisand married for the second time on July 1st, 1998, to actor James Brolin. Following their marriage, Streisand recorded an album of love songs entitled A Love Like Ours in 1999. The collection featured the hit duet If You Ever Leave Me with Vince Gill. The statistics of Barbara Streisand's achievement are staggering. She is credited for creating dozens of gold and platinum-selling albums and is regarded as the top-selling female (coughs) artist of all time. Streisand has had number one albums in each of the last four decades, the greatest longevity for any solo recording artist. She is the second in all-time charts ahead of the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and exceeded only by Elvis Presley. Streisand has sold approximately 250 million records worldwide and is the only artist to have earned honors from all major award institutions, including two Academy Awards, one Tony Award, five Emmys, ten Grammys, 13 Golden Globes, a Cable Ace Award, the University of Georgia, Georgia's Foster Peabody Award, and and the American Institute of Film Lifetime Achievement Award. In 2015, she was further honored as a recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom. That is some some resume. <coughs> well, Eastern, uh, Neil, what have you got from the Eastern Files today for us? I think we lost our producer. Your producer is right here. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm med- meddling around with this producer's board here, and I'm getting myself in trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, Don and Dorothy, during the Streisand years of beautiful music, Eastern Airlines was clicking right along until, of course, the late 80s when we had our problems and, of course, eventually uh, uh, shut down the airline. But uh, we had a lot of folks that uh, told a lot of stories about uh, their times with Eastern Airlines. And one of those uh, uh, employees with Eastern is one of our hosts. And he is en route now from Martha's Vineyard uh, back down to his winter headquarters of West Palm Beach. Boy, how nice it must be. But uh, (laughs) at any rate, uh, uh, Mr. Jim Hart, and uh, he wrote some great articles that – have both appeared in uh, in the Wings of Man and 
and uh, and my little book. And I want to I want to read that uh, from uh, from the Eastern Files, and it's a uh, it's titled Eastern Tried In Flight Entertainment Before Movies Came Along by Jim Hart. And an unusual duty for a sales manager is the is the subtitle. And it reads, in mid-1963, of course, that's the year I was hired, when I was a sales manager in Washington, D.C., I was called upon to assist in a program of in-flight entertainment, along with six other young, outgoing, and energetic gentlemen. We were brought to New York home office, uh, where the program was explained by Vice President of Sales uh, Bill Morissetti. Uh, and Director of Sales, Marvin Bird. We were direct, directed to a beautiful shop in Midtown called After Six. There, there that I was outfitted with a soft shirt complete with studs, tuxedo trousers with a cummerbund, a bow tie, a seersucker jacket, and the shiniest pair of black shoes you ever saw. Given the... <laughs> Given the title of Director of In-Flight Entertainment, wow, we were sent to our prospective places to begin our tour of unusual duty. Now, my duty station was Boston Logan Airport, and I had to be there at 6 p.m. each day during this time, this trial period. My flight was a DC-8 that left at 9 p.m. for Miami, and I was carrying a bingo board with holes in it to hold the balls and a briefcase loaded with gift certificates. At 7.30 p.m., a space near the boarding gate had been set aside for me to greet both passengers and those seeing them off and inviting them to enjoy cookies and punch before boarding. I told the passengers that they were in for a treat and a chance to win some fabulous prizes. At 8.45 p.m., most passengers were on board, and it was time for me to make my way to the aft station jump seat under which I could store my equipment. And then after takeoff and after the stewardesses had made their announcement, I introduced myself and explained that we were going to play bingo and that the stewardesses would pass out bingo cards for the passengers. The games began, and I awarded a certain prize depending on who won. Lord forbid that, as it happened with one of the other fellows, an 86-year-old lady won water ski lessons oh. at, <laughs> at Lee's Ski School on Biscayne Bay. <laughs> The, the prizes were quite good. Dinner at the Bal Harbor Hotel, a two-day trip by boat to the Bahamas, including all meals for two, dinners at leading Miami Beach restaurants, and etc. One hectic event occurred when we hit some turbulence and all my bingo balls went flying off the board. All I could do was to continue calling numbers knowing that I had sufficient prizes to give away. And in this situation, only four persons yelled bingo at the same time. <laughs> we landed at Miami International Airport at about 11 p.m. And I checked uh, into the airport hotel, leaving a call for 6 a.m. in order to catch my flight back 
north at 7. It was a DC-7, which stops in Palm Beach, which he says PBI, of course, that's the designation, Orlando, Jacksonville, Raleigh-Durham, Richmond, and Washington National, where I left the airplane to run home, kiss my wife, pat my dog, and prepare to board the air shuttle at 4 p.m. for Boston and begin it all over again. <laughs> as, as a group, we were called to a meeting at the New York headquarters to critique our adventures, and it was a riot hearing of some of the situations encountered by the other fellows. The program lasted for three months, and would you believe movies came along right after our program? On one of my return flights north, and while standing in line to board the flight, a person behind me asked if I was one of the social directors for Eastern. Yes, can I help you, I replied. Yes, said the young couple. We won the boat trip to the Bahamas. It was at that moment that I realized they were honey, a honeymoon couple. I had asked how they enjoyed the trip. They explained that when they went to catch the boat, it had been taken to dry dock for some sort of repair, so they never <laughs> made it to the Bahamas. Oh, I took my. their name and address, and when I returned, I called the home office and told them the situation, and eventually we sent them to Puerto Rico and paid for two nights in a hotel. This adventure showed that Eastern was trying to find methods to take the fear of flying off the minds of travelers. By the looks of the faces of those who took part in our in-flight games, it really worked. And that's the way Eastern was back in the day. It, it, had, it was innovative. It had so many different ideas. And, and I think they probably took some of the marketing ideas, like Jim explained, probably from other employees, probably took them and uh, put them uh, into us uh, into a uh, program such as the one Jim was on. So that was quite an interesting story uh, that is. Jim Hart uh, told. Uh, well, back to you, Don. Well, Jim Jim has a lot of stories. It'd be nice if he would come on sometime yeah. on Thursday and maybe tell one of them. But uh, I know he's en route. Um, Dorothy. Yes. What do you think are coming up on Monday night for the uh, EAL radio show? Well, we're we're going to try to resume the potpourri of Eastern memories and letters. Unfortunately, last week we had a technical difficulty that canceled the entire broadcast. And, of course, the hosts were very uh, nervous about it because we had such a great program. So we hope that everybody returns to us on Monday evening, October 7th, when we'll bring you... Potpourri of Eastern Memories and Letters. It's a great show. Uh, following which we have Malaysia Flight MH370 Mystery. And then after that, we have A History of Time, and that's going to be another very interesting uh, show that Neil has gotten together. So uh, join us for those. And remember, every Thursday, We'll be doing Eastern Airlines and Music and History, and next week we'll have episode 33, so we can't wait to hear another Eastern Airlines Music and History program. 
we have a lot of things that we have going, and we keep those all on our website. So, everyone, please make sure that you go to www.ealradioshow.com and look through uh, some of the interesting things we have. There's a lot of nice, great testimonials from our Eastern people on different programs and on uh, the memories that uh, they received in Neil's book, Wings of Many, when they donated, along with the beautiful uh, model that they received as well. So um, we, too, want to mention that we extend our deepest gratitude for those people who have been so upset with the killing of uh, with the crash that just happened on the B17 yesterday so we send our deepest thoughts and prayers and we'll keep all of you in them and so sorry that a lot of people have this tragic accident happen so back to you Neil and Don well, thank you, Dorothy. Uh, and by the way, you uh, do a Don, great job on hey, the website. Hey, Don. Yeah, yeah, I've got a caller here from area code 804. I think it's up in the Richmond area. So I'm going to uh, uh, open that person's microphone and sure. see who we have. Uh, uh, you know, we are having some microphone problems. And uh, so I don't know if I can <laughs> get that person. Hello? Hi, can you hear me Okay. Yeah, I can hear you fine. That's great. Yes, I just came across your show. Very interesting. I have some sort of hidden history that ties into Eastern Airlines. Uh, I am currently 75. We used to vacation in Cuba, and I was there the year Castro overthrew Batista. My father was a pilot, multi-engine, all, all kinds of things. But uh, he arranged for us to get out of Cuba on an emergency flight uh, when uh, Castro was overthrowing Batista, and the gentleman who arranged it was Len Povey, I believe, L-E-N-P-O-V-E-Y. My father introduced me to him in Fort Lauderdale the following year. At that time, Len Povey was the uh, president of Mackey Airlines, which used to fly out of Fort Lauderdale over to the Bahamas. And I didn't know until a few years ago, Len Povey was one of the original American barnstormers who actually trained the Cuban Air Force under Batista and is responsible for an air maneuver done in air shows to this day called the Cuban 8. And Mackey Airlines was taken over by Eastern Airlines, and of course Eastern Airlines was taken over by the Trump shuttle. That's true. That's true. I know Len Povey. I knew him. Oh, is that right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, if I can share my name, I, <laughs> I've had quite a bizarre life, and I'd love to help bring more Please. attention. Because yes, what is your name? Uh, my name is Hugh, H-U-G-H. The last name, Trollson, is spelled T like Tom, R-A-U-L-S-E-N like Nancy. And there's a big website, if you just Google three words, my last name. Trollson, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N, the word and, A-N-D, and then Trump. You'll see all kinds of documents and information on there. And going way back, too, there's other people that I knew through both my parents. And uh, one was Dome Harwood, who was one of the original FAA inspectors, too, up in uh, Long Island, New York. He eventually lived up in uh, Francistown, New Hampshire, where my father had a big estate. 
Well, wow. we certainly enjoyed uh, you coming on air today, and and we appreciate it. We're about out of time, but I hope you'll come back and visit with us again and perhaps uh, share some more Eastern stories. If yeah, you you're welcome uh, to call me if you have my number. I don't do the I, email. I or sure do. Thing. I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah, great. I'm looking at it right now, and I've yeah, got it I'm now. Yeah, I'm looking to get good information out because uh, uh, a lot of pilots have excellent experience in things, and that's what's needed to tamp down the chaos. And, you know, they, they know how to control themselves in an emergency and stuff. Too. And we need a lot more of that to come out to, to stop all the craziness in the world. Now, your, your uh, website is Charleston and Trump, T-R-U-M-P? Well, that's uh, three words to Google. It's not the actual website, but oh. it will bring you to a page on the website. The actual website is www. Rooting, R-O-O-T-I-N-G, out, O-U-T, corruption, C-O-R-R-U-P-T-I-O-N, dot Weebly, dot com. And, oh, I have to mention, related to Eastern Airlines, too, uh, a lot of uh, Marriott hot shops, my father's refrigerators, my last name, Trollson, has global recognition. Right, well, that's what I'm picking up now. I'm picking up the Trollson refrigeration. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so so through both my parents, I had all kinds of life experiences growing up because my mother was a supermodel, and I believe she got my father started with some of her contacts, and I even grew up uh, playing at at times with Sigourney Weaver. I have that on another page to the actress. Okay, very good. I appreciate it. Uh, We're about out of time, Dorothy, so we might – uh, Don, you might take back uh, uh, and uh, sign us out of here. We've got a great song that we discovered last uh, show that we had, and we're going to play that as our bumper closing music. So, Don, take us out of here. Okay, Neil. Uh, that is our show for today, folks, and we hope you enjoyed the uh, artists that we've been playing for you from the greatest recording artists during the Eastern Series. Make sure you join us next Thursday when we reselect another great singer of his or her songs, along with a little Eastern sprinkled in. Don't forget, our microphones are always open to callers to join us, as they did today, on Monday, October 7th, with memories and stories about our favorite airline, the one we call Family and Shared. Keeping our Eastern family informed is of the greatest importance to this radio show. Do you have a story or memory you'd like to share with our Eastern family? If so, we certainly want to hear from you. The Eastern Radio Show would like to broadcast it during one of our shows, either you sharing your memory live or during our broadcast, or send it to us, and we'll broadcast your story on the air. You can send your request to host at EALradioshow.com and we'll tell you what you need to do to have it heard on the show. Well, for now, this is Don Gagnon, and on behalf of our producer, Neil Holland, and my lovely wife, Dorothy, we sign off, as we do after each broadcast, by saying, so long, Eastern family. Thanks for listening. We love you, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. Here's a new sign-off song that we discovered last week, and we hope you'll enjoy it. Go ahead, Neil. Silver wings.
so much. Thank, Thank you. Neil. It was great. Yeah. Take care, Neil. Good show. Okay. See ya. Bye-bye, Hugh. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.